Welcome back, Cherie. How are you doing? Hi, good. Sorry. I sort of breathed in there. (laughs) (laughs) The fear of the episode, what's to come? Well, what is to come? Uh, Today, we are going to go on to the topic of prayer in our Foundations series, where we're looking at the foundations of the Christian faith, some of the basics of faith that we all need to get right. Um, and prayer is a big one of those. So why should we pray? How should we pray? It's incredibly important. We hear about it all the time. Actually, prayer is something that's uh, across the world, you know, across every religion, across every continent, there is prayer. But Christian prayer, as we read about it in the Bible, as we experience it in Christian communities, uh, I think is unique in many ways. And we want to learn more about it and how to make prayer a part of our lives. But first... We have a hot question. Hmm. So our question is for Bridget to start out with, what's the, what is um, an important or a highly memorable communication you've received in the past? Maybe a letter or an email or a text. Can you remember a message you received that was really memorable or important to you? So guys, a little insight into my life. I'm not very good with factual information. I don't remember fact. I, I remember concepts. I don't remember like factual information. But the one thing that stands out to me, I'm sure I've received lots of important communication. Um, it's just probably even the letter that came through to say that I'd got a place at university. Oh. And I was like waiting and waiting for that communication. Mm-hmm. Or similarly, like exam results. They used to come through the post. Anyway, uh, that shows how old I am. And... Um, that kind of anticipation, oh my goodness, what's it going to say? And then you're holding the letter in your hand and you're like, it could go one way or it could go the other way. And it's like, my life will never be the same again. And then you open that piece of paper and then like you pull the letter out and then you look at it and like, I don't know about you, but I kind of like scan the page to find out where it lands as opposed to reading the whole thing line for line. And so you either know that you're kind of, oh no, this is not going to be a good letter. Or you're like, yes, oh, amazing. And then you're like, oh yeah, I'll read a lot of bits. Um, so yeah, how about you? Well, when I first was getting to know my husband, um, he's pretty, he's actually quite a shy personality and he was really shy when we first met. Um, and so one of the first ways we got to know each other was over just Facebook messenger. We would like Facebook message back and forth, like late into the night. And, you know, I had thought of him as being this really shy, quiet kind of guy, but over Facebook, like I got to know his personality so much better that he was, you know, witty and smart and funny and uh, got to know more about like his family and stuff. And I think it was maybe easier for him to open up a little bit on, you know, on a messenger rather than in person. But those late night Facebook chats were definitely like the foundation of our dating relationship so i always remember those as being important <laughs> oh that's so nice facebook was the beginning of your love well yeah it kind of was <laughs> now we're oh, talking so about good. communication and messages and letters here because at its core that's what prayer is it's just us communicating with god and importantly god communicating with us it's not a one-way street prayer is both ways And the Bible talks about prayer being the place where we build that relationship with God too. Um, Some of us can treat prayer like a shopping list, like, God, I want this and this and this and this. And to be honest, that's the way a lot of us are taught to pray, you know, by our parents or at church or wherever. That's the example that we're given. But we really want to encourage you guys here to think about prayer in a more mature way, that it is a conversation with God and it really helps mature our faith. 
yeah, think Brittany so has a passage for us um, about the sun. Yeah, there's a part in the Bible, um, Philippians 4, 6, 7 says, Do not worry. Learn to pray about everything. Give thanks to God as you ask him for what you need. The peace of God is much greater than the human mind can understand. This peace will keep your hearts and minds through Jesus Christ. Isn't that great? It's like, yeah, in that place I can find so much when I come to God in prayer. So yeah, I guess like what is prayer? Like what actually are we talking about? And I guess for me, the best way I could describe it is a conversation with God. It's where I go to God and I speak to him and I can do that in lots of different ways. The same way, like Cherie has been able to have conversations. So she was talking about writing down stuff. Um, mm. I was talking about opening a letter um, for the communication. Like when we come to communicate with God, we can do it in lots of different ways. We can speak out loud. We can speak in our heads. We can write it down. We can sing a song. We can listen to something. We can read something out loud. That is all ways of communicating with God. But communication is a two-way street. So the same way Cherie wrote to Dave. Dave, I'm guessing, wrote back, yeah? Like, that's how the conversation went. And so when we're having conversation with God, we need to start to think about it in a way that it's not this one-way street. It's a two-way street where God also has stuff for us to hear. Um, And it's ultimately where we see God in our lives, where we can be honest and open with God. Um, But like any relationship, it grows as we invest in it and take time to do it so on a regular basis. So I don't know about you, Sheree, have you got any tips on like how I can pray well? Well, I think more the Bible has some good tips for us. Um, and Jesus gives a big example of how to pray uh, in Matthew, which we'll get to in a second. But he says other things, too. He talks a lot about making sure that prayer is um, something personal, you know, um, and not a show. And uh, this can be difficult because I know a lot. My grandfather, who I love dearly he had a very specific way of praying and he was old school and he would always pray with lots of vows and thighs in this really deep voice. And I mean, I loved the way grandpa prayed, but at the same time, you know, he was sort of, I don't want to say he was showy with his prayers, but it was almost like he didn't just speak normally to God. I never heard him do that. Um, But that's what Jesus is calling us to do, to just go into a private place, to speak to God as we would speak to a friend or as we would speak to a parent, you know, that we, um, Jesus calls uh, God father or Abba father, which is like saying daddy. It's a very personal relationship. So um, if you haven't prayed much in the past, don't worry about the words you're using. Don't worry about having to do anything weird or special. Just start talking to God in any way that feels comfortable, like you would speak to a friend. Now, here's Jesus's example of a prayer from Matthew 6, 9 to 13. So this is a great place to start because Jesus says, hey, if you want to learn how to pray, pray like this. Our Father in heaven, your name is holy. May your holy nation come. What you want done, may it be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us the bread we need today. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Don't let us be tempted, but keep us away from sin. Your kingdom, your nation is holy. You have power and greatness forever. Let this all be so. Now that's called the Lord's Prayer. And it was just Jesus giving a bit of an example of the kind of things that we ought to be praying, the way we ought to be praying. And I think Bridget has broken this down for us in a really helpful way. So we're going to go through the Lord's Prayer and um, learn from it in the kind of things that Jesus was telling us that we should include in our prayers. Yeah, amazing. Okay, guys, so I hope you're ready. 
get comfortable. <laughs> so I've got seven things for you. I know you're like, oh my goodness, there's so much. There's seven short nuggets. Um, and they're not anything I've come up with. They're all in the Bible. But the first one's this thankfulness. The first part of this prayer that Jesus is teaching his friends is this, our father in heaven. Your name is holy. Do you know what? When I come to pray, sometimes all I see is my issues. All I see is my problems. All I see is the stuff that I want to get sorted. And it's reminding me that my life and the world I live in doesn't belong to me. It belongs to God. And actually it's saying, set my eyes on God, set my eyes on who he is and start in thankfulness and gratitude for the fact that I have a father in heaven and that he is a holy God. And actually that helps me then approach the stuff in my life, the issues, the things I'm finding hard in a bit of a different light. I don't know about you, like this is a whole thing at the moment around like practicing gratitude. You know, it's really easy to think that our lives are so difficult and hard done by that some ways of sometimes helping us from that is thinking, well, actually, what am I grateful for? What is going right in my life? So first thing's this, thankfulness. Thank God for who he is in your life and in the world around you. The mm. second thing, Cherie, is... Now, those, so we start with looking outward, looking to God with gratitude. And then the second thing is very natural, is asking. It's, you know, the Bible says, give us our daily bread. We're to ask God for the things that we need. And the interesting thing about prayer is I think, um, you know, the Holy Spirit, who we've spoken about, really reveals stuff to us. And so sometimes we'll start out a prayer saying, God, what I really need is, you know, a new car right now, please. (laughs) And maybe that's not actually what we need. And the Holy Spirit reveals that to us. So asking, even if you feel you're asking for something silly, we just ask God for anything we feel we need. And the Holy Spirit will really speak to us about that. So, yeah. Yeah. So good. The third thing is appealing. So the Bible in this passage here is talking about asking for God's kingdom to come. That means we're asking for, I guess, heaven to come to earth. That is about asking our earth to be more like God. Um, I guess asking for goodness and love to reign in the world around us. So your kingdom come. Um, And that often is about us praying for the needs of our communities and needs of other people. So when I see something that's wrong in the world, when I see something that needs to be fixed, it's me going to God and praying on someone else's behalf. So maybe I've got a friend who's ill or I maybe see something on the news that breaks my heart. I'm saying, God, please come and intervene in this. Please come and help. Um, It's appealing on someone else's behalf. Okay, point four. Point four is about trust. And that's the line, your will be done. Um, And so whatever we pray about, whatever we ask for um, from God, part of our prayer needs to be just a recognition um, that we do trust God. We trust God with the outcome. And this can be difficult. You know, I've certainly prayed for people who were sick before or for situations that were really difficult. And I knew what I wanted. You know, I wanted things to turn out a certain way. But I had to trust at the same time. You know, you have to trust that maybe God's will is different than mine in these situations. So when we say your will be done, we're just acknowledging, you know, God, whatever you want to happen, help me to understand, help me to trust you. That's important. That's really good. The, the fifth, the fifth thing is meditation. And it's about thinking about forgive us our sins. This idea of just sitting before God, being before God, we don't have to earn our place with God. We don't have to work hard at it. And I think prayer can be a reminder of us knowing that, that actually sometimes we just need to be, be still. Um, there's a Bible passage that says, be still and know that I am God. So in coming to God and asking for his forgiveness, we don't have to work at getting him to love us. We don't have to work 
a hymn, Why to Forgive Us, if we do X, Y, Z. We just need to be, and he forgives us. We just need to say, God, forgive us. And that's what happens. And so I think it's just a reminder of, we can also just be still before God. Sometimes prayer doesn't involve words. It just involves being still. Okay, up next. Yeah, no, so we're asking God to forgive our sins. We're sitting before him humbly. And part of that is listening. And when we talk about um, giving us our daily bread, we're recognizing that God is going to provide for our needs, that he does have a plan for us. So we need to be willing to sit quietly and listen to him, um, to listen to what he might have for each of us. Now, this is hard. This, I think, is the hardest part of a prayer is actually spending time in quiet, not giving God a big list, not complaining endlessly, but just sitting quietly, recognizing who we are, who God is, and listening to him. But recognizing, of course, give us our daily bread means God is going to give us good things. He has a good plan for us. So listening isn't um, just silence or isn't (laughs) a scary thing. Mm -hmm. It's listening, knowing that God has good things for us. Absolutely. And last and definitely not least is helping. The end of this passage that Jesus shares is deliver us from evil. It's asking God to help us. Um, And it's recognizing that we can ask God for help in the spiritual battle we face. Now, we've maybe not talked a little bit about this that much on the podcast yet, but the same way that God is good, we recognize there's stuff in the world that's not good, right? There's stuff that's really evil. We're asking God to protect us from that. And there's a physical element of that, but there's also a spiritual element of that. The Bible talks about the fact that we are in a spiritual battle um, and that, you know, the Bible says things like, you know, we are um, in a battle that's not about flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers, i.e. there's other stuff going around us that we need to ask God's help for. But guess what? When we do, we can guarantee that God is there fighting on our behalf. We just need to ask him for help. And I don't know about you, Cherie, sometimes like see when I'm faced with an issue, I kind of go into fixing mode. I'm mm-hmm. quite a task orientated fixer. So yeah. someone's like, this has been wrong in my life. And I'm ready. I'm like, brilliant. Okay, so we can do this, 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 and everyone will be fine. And that's great. But sometimes that's just not an option. Sometimes I don't have capacity. And I just say, God, I need your help. Um, so do you know what? This has been taken from our amazing friends at 24-7 Prayer. 24-7 Prayer is an amazing organization. It's an international organization. But they have a Scottish representation and they have a UK representation. And they've got amazing resources, particularly around the Lord's Prayer. Um, there's something called the Prayer Course, which we would really encourage you guys to check out. It's awesome. And do you know what? During COVID and lockdown, you can do this online. Um, and actually, Diamonds recently had a chat with 24-7 Prayer exactly about this. So um, for more information, please go check out the their website but we want to get practical with you guys before we finish today so Cherie can you help us out how do we put this into our life today well of course the Lord's Prayer from Scripture is a great thing to read or even memorize um, but an even more simplified version is just whenever we pray we want to make sure we're saying thank you sorry and please. Now, I've heard this called a teaspoon prayer before because it's TSP. Oh, so- that's super cool. I did, uh, I'm having a light bulb moment. I was on an SU camp once and I was given a teaspoon to pray with and I didn't understand why, but that, that would be it. <laughs> yes, TSP. It's a very, it's a very scripture union kind of thing. Yes. <laughs> you can tell I'm dyslexic. <laughs> No, no, no. Sometimes these things come back to you and you're like, oh, that's why. Um, (laughs) Sorry. Keep going. Good stuff. So, uh, you know, I spoke uh, last time when we were talking about the Bible, about um, and about the Holy Spirit, 
about inviting the Holy Spirit into what we're doing, not just trying to do it on our own power. So don't just go into prayer with, you know, (laughs) the attitude of, I'm going to make this happen and I'm going to make, you know, be a praying warrior now and I'll do it all the time. Um, But invite God into it, you know, and say, God, you know, I'm tired or I find it hard to find the time or whatever it is. The Holy Spirit will give you the power to do this. And just a little tool in your pocket is to remember to say thank you for things, to have gratitude. Um, So whatever your thank you is, you start your prayer with that. You move into saying sorry for something, recognizing your sin. Part of this is listening, right? That we talked about before being quiet before God, when we bring things to him and listening to him and then saying, please asking for what it is we need. So thank you. Sorry. And please so simple. And if you haven't prayed much before, that's a great starting place. Now, all of this is just how we communicate with God. So even if you don't use TSP, Um, just in any way that feels comfortable to you, start talking to God, start communicating with God. And I promise you, you will not be left empty handed. God will always be revealing things to you, helping you to understand, helping you to grow when you pray, because it's a key part of our worship of our relationship with God. And I think Bridget has some uh, 24-7 prayer tips for us, or or is that in the in the bio <laughs> in the bio so yeah today guys we're gonna um, put some great resources in the bio um they're from our friends at 24 7 prayer they've got a number of apps that you can engage with um and just some really creative ways that you can get involved in prayer and i don't know about you guys but it really helps me um communicate with god um sometimes using different tools and they've really got some great stuff i think a big one for me though is worship like listening to worship music and mm. that looks different because of covid um but it sometimes sets my heart right to come before God I just start by worshiping mm. and I guess it's a little bit like the thankfulness it's declaring who God is so tune in get some good music going and um, listen to some good worship music and then think about how you can bring your prayers to God and um, I've got a hero of the faith I'm going to quickly and um, just pull in and um, I've talked about her before but she's so awesome that I'm going to do it again and um, there is a woman in my head who I think is a prayer warrior there are so many, but she was called um, Susanna Wesley. I've talked about her before, but this woman was incredible. And um, she gave her whole life to loving God. And she did that particularly through being a mum at home. She looked after 10 children. I can't quite imagine how that was. Mm-hmm. Um, I find too, very difficult. Um, she looked after 10 children yet. And she did this basically on her own while running a Sunday school and educating all her kids um, her story is amazing, but she used to put her um, penny, like back in those days, they had aprons and she put it over her head and her kids knew that when she was doing that, she was spending time with God. That was her like safe place with God and she didn't have a room to go away to. So she just did it in the middle of all the chaos. So in my head, I've got this woman who's amazing, who spent time with God every single day in the chaos of 10 kids. Like I know how loud my kids are. Okay. So anyway, and she would put her head under this thing and she would do that for two hours every single day. And anybody who knows anything about the Wesley family, they went on to um, be big part of the foundations of the Methodist church and um, stuff that happened with the slave trade and other amazing things have happened as a result. And you know what? Those were her children. And so from a young age, her children saw her prioritizing God, even in the most crazy days. And it really challenges me because I often think, oh, I've not got time or I'm really struggling for capacity today. 
I don't think my capacity was as strained as Susanna Wesley's. And mm-hmm. so she just had different priorities and she really inspires me. Oh, very good. Yeah. So if you're finding it hard to find time to pray, then imagine Susanna Wesley with her apron over her head. And then we have no excuse. <laughs> I know, right? So guys, go be encouraged to pray. Pray can look like lots of different things and check out some resources um, in our in our bio um, link today. And until next time, if you like this episode, please share it on social media and give us a shout out. And um, yeah, we'd be really grateful if you could do that for us. But until next time, have a good week and we'll speak to you soon. Thanks for listening. Bye.